Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Anime Nerd. And so today is going to be a two part series for The Promised Neverland, Chapter 109, Chapter Forward, and Chapter 110. Uh, what ought to be done, pretty much. So it's because I didn't do Chapter 109 review, and I'm going to go ahead and give you guys my review. Um, what happened and what I think of it. So if you guys remember um, in the last chapter pretty much that Hugo and Lucas have pretty much you know perished or they haven't really said they perished but it's pretty much one point get taken that they had died during during the little fight with Andrew and now we don't know if they truly died or whatnot but for the most part, the way it ended, like with the gas and they shot it and a big explosion happened that for the most part, they pretty much, pretty much had died. Anyway, so moving along, along this chapter um, picks up with Emma and the kids. Um, they finally made it to a hole in the ground that's not even, you know, Andrew, who he works for, knows about. And pretty much they were telling the kids, um, well, the kids were like, oh, how nostalgic this place is because this is where they used to stay before they found out about the, uh, what is that thing? The the shelter that they found, even though the shelter is 10 times better. But, you know, this place is not all with all the high tech and not even if Andrew Drew survived would know about. Um, and, and pretty much so the kids are over there kind of like, admiring it kind of like they were just happy to be alive which I understand though because if you think about it you're getting shot at you don't know if you're going to make it you just lost technically you lost two other kids that were with you and Andrew and Lucas even though they don't know that if they're dead or not but for the most part the kids are happy to lie Ray tell everybody to listen up um, he was pretty much telling them that like from today on moving forward they will be staying here um they won't be as comfortable as, as the shelter, which of course they should know. But they, but he said neither their Rattery family, which is that's the family that Andrew was working for that was trying to hunt down and kill him. That's their name. Uh, nor the plantation know about this place, so we'll be safe. So they're safe from the demons and the Rattery family, so they don't have to worry about you know being chased down, so they can make their plan and their next. Um, stuff but what sucks is they will have to start standing watch kind of like somebody will have to start standing almost like if you're in the military like me you have to stand duty it's pretty much what they gotta do and I don't know about you guys but if I have to stand watch I'll be I ain't gonna lie I'm gonna be scared of everything cause I'm in a world full of demons that can eat me and pretty much I don't know they only have limited weapons now they ain't like they have plethora of weapons but they only have a little bit but these kids are smart so I'm pretty sure they can make something I mean nothing into something so I I won't be surprised if they do you know create create weapons and ammos from stuff like that so but he like but anyway for right now everybody gets some rest so everybody went to sleep pretty much and Emma was taking was looking at the one of the kids uh, who I believe was shot 
in in the chapter, I believe Christy was shot and said, um, and she was reflecting on Lucas and and on uh, Hugo. And you guys remember now, the Hugo and Lucas, Emma don't know anything if they're alive or not, even though we know that they're more than likely is dead. Emma don't know anything like that. So she said, uh, those who are also dead, two of our own, well, she was talking about the other two kids. And then she um, then she went over and think about Hugo and Lucas. And she said, the one will catch up soon. It'll be morning soon. Where are you, Hugo and Lucas? How did it end? What ended up happening? So she really wants them to come back. And I feel it. You know, those two are like adult figures of kids, um, people who were once, you know, runaways. But now they're, how should I say it? And now they're old. Sorry about that. I forgot all about my alarms, guys. <laughs> but those two were once runaway slave, and now they're, you know, were able to make it this far and grown up to adults. So, you know, I can see why she kind of attached to them because they're more like figures. And then she was starting thinking in her, like, what should it do if something happened to you and Lucas? Uh, it would be all my fault. Then I make an error in my judgment. You know, those type of stuff that you're. So you start seeing Emma actually breaking down in this chapter, like mentally, Loki, because she's like, she's so afraid, she don't know what to do, pretty much. And then in the chapter, you see Hugo, but I believe Hugo, this ain't the real Hugo, because you guys know. Um, and Emma was like, I'm so glad to see you're okay. Where Lucas? And then she was talking to this ghostly Hugo, and he was like, don't worry. How about all of you? Is everyone else okay? And she's like, yeah. Um, you go ask how Christy, he's still regaining consciousness. It looked like the bullet just grazed him. Zach said they they would be, the, um, the bleeding would stop soon. Pretty much having a whole conversation with Hugo and the ghostly Hugo. And ghostly Hugo told Emma that it's not her fault, uh, that everything's gonna be okay. And actually, do you remember what I said to you before. He said, and it showed a flashback where it was like, would that decision be the correct one? And then you go, or either, no, Emma said I was wrong. And pretty much it goes on, them having discussion pretty much. And then before you go, adult you go disappear, or ghostly you go disappear, he said, he left Emma with this message. He said, have faith in your judgment, Emma. And no matter what, the result in move forward. If it's you, if it's you, if it's you all, you'll all change the world. And then pretty much, pretty much before he go, he told Emma, I'm sorry. And all of a sudden, you know, Emma woke up that it was a dream. And then on the next chapter, well, not the next chapter, but at the end of the chapter, how the chapter pretty much ends is um, Emma realizes with Gene, you can see the smoke of where the explosion happened from where they was used to stay at. And Emma's like, you know, you and Lucas are probably already, and didn't really say anything, but yeah, they're pretty much dead. And before how it, yeah, so it was just pretty much going over that whole synopsis of what was going on. And then, uh, well, that's what, how it ended with Emma. And them. But as far as moving on to the other part, it's showing Hugo. 
and you, you can see you go flashbacks and so I don't really need to explain all about what's going on with Yugo but before Emma then Yugo was kind of like suicidal and then when Emma and her crew came they made him um, cherish you know the, the time that he had with him for the last year and a half because Yugo was pretty much all by himself when he lost all his friends and he was like uh, young and now he's old but with Emma and them it kind of made him feel and enjoy all of them and he was like, I'm glad to have been alive and stuff like that. And he was like, I wanted to see the human world too and see you all grow up. And that's pretty much how the chapter ended because it pretty much went over how everything would happen. And then before the chapter end, of course, I know I've been saying how the chapter end, but before the chapter end, Lucas and Hugo managed to see all their old friends and family that they lost and it was like oh and everybody was giving each other hugs and so so pretty much this emphasized they're dead so ladies and gentlemen confirmation at the end of the chapter that you go and you know Lucas are dead they went into like to the nether realm or heaven whatever you guys believe in and pretty much met everybody that they lost and were happy to see him so you know this chapter was really pretty much a closure on what happened to Hugo and what was going on with Emma and them. So stay tuned, grab some water, grab whatever, because I'm definitely going to be doing chapter 110. We ought to be done in just a few minutes. So take it easy. I'll be back. Peace. Okay, guys, so let's go ahead and finish up the Promised Neverland double feature over here. So, you know, Promised Neverland, chapter 110, what ought to be done. So, if you guys remember, because uh, I just did it like not too long ago, but if you guys know that at the end of chapter 109, um, you saw the smoke where Lucas and Hugo um, was at, and pretty much chapter, of course, 110 picked up where it last left off and before i really get into it i just realized you know promise neverland really really have made over 100 manga chapters i'm like whoa i think it started like over two years ago by now and i've been reading it ever since i have been a fan of this series since and with the the verge of the anime coming up soon i is making me that more hype about this series. I really feel like if the anime does what it's supposed to do, everybody will actually see what this show is about. Even though the author has said Promise Neverland will be coming to an end soon, I, I wish I understand all good things come to an end. I'm talking to you, One Piece. I know you, I know you know. Everybody loves One Piece, yes, but eventually you too will come to an end. But yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead into it. So, in the chapter, pretty much, you see Emma looking outside, and she smelled the wind. And a couple of the other kids that was with her was like, hey, uh, what's that smoke? It's coming from the direction of the shelter. Emma immediately thought Hugo and Lucas. Um, so, pretty much, the day turned into night, and those two, and they say pretty much those two never came back. So, already... They already know what's up. 
all the people, all the kids that was when them started to wonder that uh, was like, oh, they're late. It's been too long. Pretty much everybody started to get worried about them. Some kind of figure that they are pretty much, you know, deceased. They didn't make it. And some think they might be like trapped or, 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 or other things. You know, there's a lot of what if, it's, which I can understand that, you know, your kids, they said they'll be back and they haven't returned back and you don't know whether they're dead or whether they are trapped or anything you don't know which if I was in the position I would probably be feeling the same way for the most part a couple of them um, one of the kids I don't know her name mentioned that we should uh, they, they should go back to the shelter uh, at nighttime and check and pretty much, you know, Ray was like automatically shut that down. We can't. Um, he stated that there might be enemies that remaining. Um, plus, if they would go back now, that is pretty much a waste for Hugo and Lucas, who pretty much sacrificed themselves for them to escape. So going back to that will pretty much just, you know, throw out everything out the window of what all they have done. And then it eventually became like a shouting match between between Ray and the girl. She was like, oh, if we go and help them now, then we'd be able to save them. And, of course, Ray retaliated, saying, and it could be that the enemy defeated those two in the search for us now. Got it? If that's the case, then Hugo and Lucas' death will be in vain if we get caught. And then one of the older guys from there was saying that's enough pretty much trying to stop the fight all the little kids kind of started crying because they realized that Hugo and Lucas won't be joining them and pretty much everybody in the whole area got a pretty much uneased feeling of it and you know what I like about Promise Neverland before I go is the fact that these kids are so smart and they're so strong at the same time they lose people they know that demons are hunting them now they know that humans are hunting them and yet they are standing strong to their their faith in what they want and what they believe in for the most part and that's pretty impressive i have to say you know kids that age pretty much keep on moving forward so the chapter kind of flashback well not flashback but kind of went back to what emma was doing and you can see Emma kind of pondering, trying to figure out what, what's best, what's to do, and everything like that, because she don't know anything, and, and you know, pretty much, she don't know what's next, should she trust her decision, what's, what's the right move, because, you know, she lost, um, it was her decision to pretty much try, you know, take that way, and she lost two people, and then she lost Lucas and Hugo on top of that. So in total, she lost four, with one of them named Christy being injured because he got grazed by a bullet. And pretty much Emma's taking that pretty hard, for the most part. Well, anyway, but she's not trying to show anybody that. So she's trying to keep an upbeat spirit, you know, keeping them all entertained. It was time to eat, and the kids finally eat, and everything like that. Um... Then one of the older guys, which I really need to find out this guy's name, he handed Emma, uh, he told Emma, do you have a minute? Take a look at this. 
And uh, he said that the older guys that was passing and when the note was saying that Lucas handed him this uh, this letter um, when they were leaving the shelter. And pretty much this letter came from somebody who claimed to be William Minerva. Now, and it said, I'm raising the flag of rebellion. And pretty much, to me, when I heard that, I'm like, wait, Minerva's still alive? Or what is this? But apparently this was like a 20-second long audio recording. But to think that somebody who's calling that William Minerva is raising an alarm for, you know, the rebellion... That's pretty crazy. And if this is Minerva, yo, I can't wait to see how this uh, series continues. Because to me, all this time I thought Minerva was dead. And they're just going to find out a new way to get, you know, where they got to get to. But now that there's somebody claiming to be William Minerva and claiming that he want to put an end to all this, uh, really sets a new tone and outlook for the group. Because truthfully after the shelter got done it seemed like the group was finding their way but they wasn't really trying to move as fast but now that they lost their shelter and they're kind of like in the midst of the enemy territory again we'll get to see a lot more of the demons coming back and humans coming back probably so but it definitely it was interesting piqued my interest pretty much uh, for what the Minerva's the dude who's claiming to be William Minerva's say once more against those of the human world will put an end to that of Neverland. Let us forge a new promise. First, leave the plantation and head to the following spot. I'll be waiting for you all. And the spots were a different number. So it was 735 941 1077 13 11 2 21 and 8. So these are all numbers that they want. For you know, pretty much that this is the spot that William Minerva is supposed to be at, so they say. And now it's up to Emma to decide if they go do it, because it could be a trap or it couldn't. Because they were like, well, now this Minerva wants us to fight, where the other Minerva wanted us to escape or it's say that gold pond. So Emma have a big decision to pretty much decide on what to do. And I'm going to just speed it up for the last part at the end of this one because the rest of it is just stuff that you guys can read. But the main thing that I pointed out and I knew for a fact that it was going to happen, even though I didn't say my prediction on chapter 109 because I already read 110, but I had a feeling that this was going to happen when it's pretty much these group of kids was handing out and was leaving. And in the shadow, there was a guy and it was Andrew. And I had a feeling that he would still be alive. How he, how he survived the explosion, it's probably going to be by a whole bunch of BS how he escaped. But he escaped nevertheless and managed to get away. And I predicted that he would because it's like, all right, he's supposed to be right now the main focus bad guys because they haven't really introduced any demons lately, which I just noticed that. But it's not a bad thing. I do like the little twist of human being the bad guys. But I figured that when he was supposedly be there, it was way too easy and that it wouldn't be over. But at the last catching, all you see is a bloody, you know, you see a bloody Andrew saying, I found you. And whew, all I know is 
this is going to be a pretty, pretty good, interesting, you know, turn of events in this series. Now, my prediction is, Andrew's good. even though Andrew found them, he's still not going to be able to do anything to Emma and them. And hear me why. And hear, hear me out. One, he's injured. Two, he's all by himself. Three, Emma and the kids are smart. They're going to outsmart him. Either Andrew's going to have to team up with the demons, or Andrew's going to be going to die somehow. Because once they find out, he think he can take on these kids, but end up, you know, pretty much falling for the most part. But anyway, that's just how I predict. You never know. It could turn out any other way. But anyway, it's been real, you guys. Once again, if you haven't followed my YouTube page, follow me. Follow, 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 Twitter, whatever. You guys know, just follow me. Anyway, until next time, peace.